0: This is the Dennis Miller Option. Your source of opinions, stories, and laughs for comedian and inactivist Dennis Miller his Guy Friday, Christian Blatt, and superstar producer Lindsey Floyd. And now, it's him, Dennis Miller.
1: Hey folks, welcome to the uh, Dennis Miller Option. I'm thinking of uh, donating my organs if they allow me to write it off against my estate tax. Wouldn't that be a nice little kudo, Christian? Aaron, kudo's the wrong word. <laughs> Crudo is what I'm telling you. Wouldn't that yeah. be some nice sushi fish? No. Um, Just a joke I thought before I came on. I thought I'd put it out there.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a joke?
1: <laughs> no, no. no it's all. Listen, the best comedy is seriousness. Oh. <laughs> uh, what else have I written down here now that I'm startled that that came out? <laughs> uh huh. Boo, boo, boo. No, that's for our guest. I've got a couple questions for our guest, who is Kurt Schlichter, who I find the funniest writer in America of a political bent. Um, Mark Stein's great too. I think Mark's pissed at me. I was supposed to do a cruise with him um, on 10th Avenue. Now, <laughs> Um. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> on, that's the kind on, of cruise he wanted to do
1: <laughs> no 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 on uh we were supposed to go up to alaska yeah. and i was really intent on going he does a cruise each year and it sounded like fun you get to talk and that. but uh around a month before it happened larry king uh got uh, sick last year you remember that and uh mm-hmm. they wanted me to sit in for him and duty calls. You know, I'd like to do the cruise. It would have been nice to be with uh, like-minded people and that, and have some fun, see Alaska. But uh, I'm not exactly a hot ticket. So when Larry was nice enough to ask me to sit in, I had to take the gig, right? So I sent Mark that, I haven't heard from him since. Uh, I, although I saw him recently, it was very funny, and I sent a note, and I got something back that just said thank you. <laughs> so. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Mark. Has a thank you ever been more damning? But I do think
2: he's brilliant. But I, I have to bail out on the gig. you got to work. Wow. You should understand that. Geez, he works hard. I'll let you know if I ever get a thank you from Mark Stein as to whether or not to.
1: Well, Christian and he, <laughs> you can see them in uh, gin game. I think at the Kenley Players this time. <laughs> Little two-man troop. They're the new. Uh, the Columbus Dispatch says they're the new Tandy Hume-Crohn. I think they did uh, Gin Game originally. I wonder if hume Cronin died of Crohn's disease. Can you look that up? Um, what? Uh, so Kirk, uh, Kurt will be on about
2: uh, on 12 second, minutes.
1: So you're, in other words, an infinity from now. Let me go to the news and see what I want to talk about here. Um, I had an idea for Kurt and I, by the way. I might pitch to him. I, so, uh, this was in play for a while, but Al and I tested the con- proof of concept, and it didn't quite work, because Al took it more serious than me. And uh, I mean former Yankee great Al Lopez. No, uh, Al, Al... Of course. Um, Frank and I were going to do like a cisco and ebert about political events where we sit on the opposite sides of the owl and then i thought well everything on tv is so formulaic and that there has to be a bing and a bang i don't sense that that's the time for it. although msnbc doesn't do it they very infrequently have a conservative guest on right but i noticed fox is almost manic in their need to supply um you know and I, Angle on angle off thing. It's so neurotic, it gives you a twitch. And oftentimes it just, you know, Juan Williams just doesn't make sense to me, I'm sorry. And there are times he says stuff that's so stupid. I have to wonder if he's stupid or leveraged, uh, you know, because he just can't believe. It. I read an article, you remember when Bill Crystal lost his mind, I don't mean Billy, I mean the Weekly Standard guy. It was Trump I always thought did him in, but I think he just, I read an article, Christian, that uh, there are certain guys over there on that side. And it might not be true, but I do remember when um, Bill and Fred had the Weekly Standard. I'd visited their offices and that, and I do think they—it was not a on. It, it didn't make a lot of money that thing. If anything, it stayed even, and they needed. Um, well, I use the term loosely, but a sugar daddy or something, and uh, I don't mean in any untoward way, but somebody financing it. And I do think it was. Somebody of a, listen, once once somebody has to underwrite your thing, you're going to say their opinion at some point. You have to if you want to get continue to get underwritten. But I think back then the person might have been center-right. And I just think that what's happened now is that the person who finances them is not even center-left. I'd say firmly in the middle of left. I don't think they're Antifa-left, but I think they're right in the middle, and they probably demand their their quid pro quo for the check. And I, I saw that uh, Bill and uh, who's the Ke- Kellyanne Conway's husband get sort of a stipend. And it kind of explains listen, if made, if, if somebody just has to come forward and say, listen, um, you know, I get a check. I got to dance for the man. I understand that. Uh, because, uh, you know, when I hear Bill Crystal saying he thinks the country's better off under the Democrats, I just go, well, what is that about? Trust me, is old man Irving, a little more purist about it. I think he's probably. Uh, we have to come up with something new for turning over in his grave, right? Um, I remember when Billy Batz was stomped to death to the Great Donovan tune "Atlantis" in Goodfellas, and then after a late night dinner at Joe Pesci's mom's house, uh, taken out uh, into the woods, uh, and then. Even as the disembodied spirit eventually heard that Tommy was going to be a made man, uh, he was probably turning over in his shallow grave. But <laughs> then, when Tommy, you know, caught the headshot <laughs> on the bad carpet, I think that allowed him, much like Truly, Madly, Deeply, the brilliantly written by Anthony Mangella, surprisingly, uh, a film with um, Alan. Rickman? I forget who played the wife. Have you ever seen that film, Christian? I don't think I have. I'm trying to... Uh, oh, you must watch it with your wife. Please, do me a favor. I won't even go further in what that's about. But uh, certain stipulations, my, certain boxes must be checked before you can enter that, uh, you know, great highway in the sky. And uh, I think when Billy Batts heard that Tommy had been uh, John Wilkes Booth in the bumper pool room, probably was able to go on to uh, hell. Now, at that point, if you're stuck in limbo, would you rather have, you know, people always say, I need resolution. If you're stuck in limbo, w- which is, I think, probably hell without the orgies, right? D- aren't you, uh, I don't think Billy Bats went on to heaven. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no. Because no. you can do that last minute forgiveness thing, right? Yeah, on your way at you. Oh, uh, you sure this is it? Yeah, you're two breaths away. I'm sorry, that's my plan. I think some guys play that. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're in heaven with uh, you know uh, Father Ginaparosero, and he's looking at God like, "What are you fucking kidding me?" And, and God says, "Don't swear, <laughs> at he says, No, no, I'm I've never sworn, but what the fuck are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? This mother. <laughs> Fucker slaughters his entire fucking life. I'm out there eating dust. Occasionally, have some fucking gluten-free flatbread, building fucking things out of mud, buildings out of mud, to worship you. Yes, that's my Pittsburgh accent, Juniper Serra, Pittsburgh. <laughs> and, and this guy is next to me. What? Hey, send me to limbo. And you should never swear under your breath and say Christ in front of Christ, because uh, that gets a little dicey.
2: No, he he doesn't like that. But anyway,
1: watch that film, Christian. And I watched for the umpteenth time. And folks, can I tell you that, uh, you know, people always say, oh, that's such a, a hazy term. Oomph is eight in Norway. So when somebody says "ump," you know umpa that that's the big thing over there. They're all sitting there with fucking sore throats. They take <laughs> a cold and blow on that soccer horn. But how, how soon to Kurt? But "ump" is 18. i I've watched. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> Leo. I, I'm I'm gonna have to let Leo loose from the headboard here if I'm gonna stay afloat i'm
2: sorry my life will go on yes i'll ride the horse on the beach, at Santa Monica <laughs> beach well if you want me to put the brakes on uh any and all fun we're having uh i looked it up and uh, hume cronin died of prostate cancer so not Crohn's disease so i'm sorry it didn't work
1: mm. so anyway i saw jessica tandy and hume prostate one night <laughs> <laughs> and uh he used to always have this creepy thing. We were Catholics together, and we used to always go in on Ash Wednesday, and uh to get you know our smudge at St. Patrick's Cathedral, and Hume prostate would go up to the altar and say, you know the guy would come over and put a dural 100 out on our forehead, and then Hume would say, "You're manipulating my prostate." And uh, <laughs> digitally, you're digitally. Manipulating my prostate. Have you, um, here's a, a disconcerting thing, Christian. Have you ever just met a doctor and he says he wants to feel your prostate? Is it prostrate or prostate? Prostate. Prostate. Now, aren't you surprised you don't have to get prostrate to get your prostate examined? It's a bend over thing. But um, here's, this is the most, you talk about awkward. You meet a doctor, he says he senses something in your, Glandular formation in your neck, your thoracic area, and he wants to digitally manipulate your prostate. You say, "Well, really, doctor?" He's, "I mean, you don't look well," and you know he banks on you being afraid of you missing something. So you bend over. He starts doing it, and then halfway through, he says, "By the way, I'm a Ph.D., not an M.D. Mind you, a Ph.D. in literature." And uh, how long till Kurt?
2: I literally just texted him. I said, you can go ahead and click on that link early, buddy. (laughs) What do millions of
1: Americans have in common with three former U.S. presidents? They all agree that Bolin branch sheets are the softest, most comfortable, pure, organic cotton sheets on earth. Bowling Branch Cotton is rain-fed, pesticide-free, carries the highest organic certification. That's why it is so soft. Because they work with family-owned mills all over the world to expertly weave every set of Bowling Branch sheets with the highest level of craftsmanship. It's quality you can feel the moment you open the box. Got mine two weeks ago, just woke up right now. One entire fortnight of comfortable, bowl and branch sheets forget the b&b bread and breakfast stay home bowl and branch is the new b&b and since they sell direct to you bowl and branch sheets start at just 160 dollars thousand dollar quality for a fraction of the price plus you can sleep on them for a month Risk free right now. You'll get $50 off any sheet set at bowlandbranch.com with promo code Miller, spelled B O L L, and branch.com, promo code Miller for $50 off. Bowlandbranch.com, promo code Miller. Restrictions may apply. See bowlandbranch.com for the details. Generals gathered in their masses.
2: are yeah, funny you mentioned that. We have a uh, we have a voicemail about like like war pigs.
1: Witches at black masses. Yeah, that's what I was soliciting there. I'm trying to kill time. I need you to come in in lo- the, the eighth of a second in between uh, lines of the first verse. And
2: uh, hey, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I got yeah, I got some extra credit. After you play it, you get to sing it again so oh, that fills okay. up more time go ahead <laughs> voicemail go ahead. number 15 ninos from canada mr miller um i'll never forgive you nor
1: thank you enough for getting the beginning of war pigs stuck in my head my poor born-again christian wife is petrified every time i randomly blurred out the start of the song during the day anyways i'm a big fan you're one of the first comedians i listened to when i moved to canada from the middle east and back in 1990 and I've listened and watched you ever since, including every podcast since its inception. Uh, thanks to Lindsay and Christian as well. Uh, take care and keep up the good work, everybody. Thank you.
2: Christian, you're good at
1: reading voices.
2: Yeah. How kind of that kid? 100%. Why yeah. did he move to Canada in 1990? I think he left that out. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> bingo.
1: Well, here you go, kid crockpot. Generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses, evil minds that plot destruction, sorcerer of death's construction. I think I started maybe an octave too high, so I'm about to blow my right nut out. Stay tuned. Um, (laughs) Sorcerer? Uh, in the fields, the body's burning. As the war machine keeps turning, death and hatred to mankind, poisoning their brainwashed mind. Oh, Lord, thou. Hey, that's not bad. I, usually, wasn't bad. Uh... I usually get hung up on that note. Like, uh, well, it's like Philippe Petit when he went down to one knee
2: midway between the World <laughs> Trade Center. Uh, Ozzy wishes he could hit that note. But what about Ozzy Kurt Schlichter. Head of,
1: the, head of the curve biting the head off a bat way back when?
2: <laughs> he knew. Huh? He built up the antibodies. Jesus, he was in Ozzy the... can't catch the Rona. <laughs> Is Kurt there?
0: I'm here.
1: Well, here he is, folks. Uh, to me, the funniest writer we have. Uh, it's sort of like if S.J. Perlman met Bob Novak, and uh, I delight ah! in his columns. And uh, the uh, Kurt Schlichter, Kurt, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you, Dennis? Well, you've been hitting the ball. Um, listen, can I? I have to say right up front because when I'm with somebody like you, who's uh, I consider you very brave and at the vanguard and uh I, I often think well I, I if i need some sanity i go over there and read kurt
0: god that's I, the saddest I, thing i ever heard
1: w- well what do you make <laughs> of me in that i think that uh not only do i think the war has been fought i, I think i think gettysburg has happened already i i i i think we got rolled man
0: well which side are we are we are are you are are you thinking we're pickett's charge and no, no, uh, I'm... moving on the angle or or do you think we're uh We're mead.
1: I think we're trapped in Longstreet's beard. No, I think uh, (laughs) that... uh, I I just think that, uh, you know, people always talk about, well, there's something coming down the road. When I look at the fact that the complete... I, for the most part, Kurt, I think you'd have to agree 98 to 90% of the people who teach kids in this country are liberal. The entire, uh, you know, there's a few outliers like John, but and I'm not saying that, uh, you know, entertainment is up there with other things. But like Andrew said, he, be, he believes that the politics are downstream from the culture. Breitbart always said that. I thought it was brilliantly prescient. When I look at most of the news coverage out there, when I look at uh, most of the uh, cities are run— um, I, I, I don't see how we come back from this unless it's something that one can't. And I read your thing this morning, and I agree with you. It's tough to even wrap your head around what how you come back from this. I don't want to think like that. But wh- where, where do you think we stand in this cultural conflagration?
0: I'm glad to be on the side I'm on. I think we're going to win. Uh, if you look through military history... You know, every, all, many many battles are decided right at that that critical point where it could go either way. Somebody throws in his reserves. Uh, some sergeant rallies his platoon and they hold tight. And the attack fails, and then the counterattack begins. Look, we're selling what we what we're selling is freedom and justice and all that great stuff. What they're selling is people who don't know what bathroom to use okay these these people are ridiculous and at the end of the day i think at 30 years we're going to look back and scratch our heads and think do we take these clowns seriously i mean here are my pronouns are you kidding me
1: let me ask you this though kurt i look at most people on the uh, let's say that they are gun owners on the right and um, they're not in Chicago with handguns outside Cabrini Green, if that even exists anymore, <laughs> blowing away people. But I think they blew the, it down. <laughs> oh well, sadly, after the Ben Wilson death, go back and chart that one, folks. A nineteen-year-old all-world kid just shot capriciously. It broke, breaks your heart. But I, I, I think that you know when people always say you'll get my gun and all that. When you, I, I, I understand there's some posturing there, but I really believe most people on the right have incredibly good manners to a large degree there's nutters everywhere i know there's no. nutters but they're not out on the street like this screaming cops faces and that like left and right and I, i'm wondering if they went around and tried to score guns let's say in decatur or somewhere outside in the hinterland wouldn't most people be a little protestation but i can't see aunt b not acquiescing to that i think they'd give it up what are, what are your thoughts
0: You know, at some point, uh, the water boils and the frog says, I'm getting the hell out of here. I
1: always love that analogy.
0: (laughs) And and, Look, everything is stable until it's not. I mean, everything was fine that night in April of 1991 when I was living in Pasadena at law school. And then i turn on the tv and suddenly reginald denny's getting his brains beaten out at florence and normandy three hours later i'm heading into a uh, third uh, battalion 160th infantry in inglewood you know a little mm-hmm. suburban kid from northern california moving in moving into south central while everything's on fire
1: yeah must have been surreal
0: exactly stuff can turn on a dime and you know uh, some bad guys walk up to the wrong house Words get said, somebody pulls, and pretty soon there's, there's a problem, and, and it can get ugly really quick. I mean, that, that, whoever the British commanding officer at Lexington was probably said, hey, look, there's a bunch of farmers. Hey, Chauncey, go clear those, get, fix some bayonets and clear those out for me. It's almost tea time. And uh, that didn't work out so good.
1: Well, then I'm hoping center left just realizes that and does. And I love the column this morning where you compared burning it down to just November third. Yep. Going in and burning it down, and well, you tell you you wrote the brilliant column. Going in and doing what?
0: Look, the, the riot for normal people is the ballot box. Yes. Like we're not going to go burn stuff. It's all our stuff, <laughs> and you know, and 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 we got you know jobs. Um. It. it, it there, yeah, throughout throughout American history, there's this, there, there's constantly a reaction to uh, an establishment that fails, and no establishment has failed bigger than this one. I mean, this is just these are. I, I keep likening the people who think there are betters and want to rule over us is like the third generation of the Fords or the Rockefellers. We know Henry, we know John, but the last Rockefeller who made a difference was the guy who got eaten by cannibals in Papua. You know, I I mean, really, I mean, do do you know any, do you know a third generation Rockefeller? The guy's guy's probably in a Buick parked outside a crack house. I
1: I remember after they, after they ate him, they ate the Rockefeller kid. They said, this food is so rich. (laughs) (laughs) Summer's here. The time is right. Sorry, went off on a. Stone's Lyric. But it is crazy hot outside. We all know that we should drink more water, but by the time you feel thirsty, probably too late. You're already dehydrated. You can't focus. You feel tired. Drinking enough water is critical for a healthy lifestyle. It increases your brain power, boosts your productivity. It prevents headaches and increases your focus. It improves your skin and mood. It helps your digestion and gives you energy. It prevents bad breath, and it can even help you lose weight. But how much water should you drink each day? Ten cups a gallon? The good news is it doesn't have to be so complicated. That's why I start my day with Hydrant. Hydrant helps you hydrate faster. Hydrant has created a refreshing electrolyte powder that you can mix directly into water to more efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. It hydrates you quickly, keeps you going for longer. Each rapid hydration mix has the four essential electrolytes your body needs, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc, and it packs a punch to help your body hydrate fast and stay hydrated. If you're looking for that extra boost of energy, there's also Hydrant Plus Caffeine, which contains 100 milligrams of caffeine from green tea. And Hydrin is backed by research. The formula was developed by an Oxford scientist. It's also loved by pro athletes, top performers, celebrities, and might I add, it has thousands of five-star reviews. It's made with real fruit juice powder. It's delicious, refreshing, comes in a variety of flavors, including new summer-friendly iced tea lemonade and fruit punch. Iced tea lemonade, of course, my favorite. And I always wondered if Arnold Palmer ordered an Arnold Palmer or just said iced tea and lemonade mixed together. Hmm, maybe he was brand forward even way back when. Plus, it's backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love it, send it back for a full refund. You really need to try it for yourself to see what I'm talking about. It tastes incredible, and it works. Hydrant starts at just a buck a packet for a 30-day supply. Save even more with a monthly subscription. We've got a special deal right now for you listeners to save 25% off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com Dennis or enter our promo code Dennis with two N's at checkout. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T dot com slash Dennis. Enter promo code Dennis for 25% off your first order. Drinkhydrant.com slash Dennis. Enter promo code Dennis to save 25% and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. We're talking to Kurt Schlichter well played. from townhall.com. Uh, his columns are brilliant and there's a, uh, well, one this morning that just came out, uh, uh, I can't remember the title, but it speaks to what we just spoke about, about the ballot boxes are, our right. He has a new book out, the 21 biggest lies about Donald Trump and in parentheses, and you uh, by proxy, um, I thought, it occurred, uh, you know, uh, you're, uh, I, I, I delight at the references and all that. It's so up my alley. There was a little less of them, but more pragmatism and wisdom. And then at the end, you walloped me with a, a, a laugh out loud punch in the masks and other madness July 15th uh, town hall column, because it completely echoed the dialogue in my head, especially the part about people's businesses, your house, your rules. I I'm I, I'm I'm doing it out of to a large because I want to be well mannered, which is what I say about the right.
0: Well, exactly. Well, you know, the, the, the well-mannered stuff is is often utilized as a weapon against us. We 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 behave, but I, I, I think that's an important way to live. I mean, yeah, look, if somebody's got a store and he says, Please wear a mask, you know, I'm not gonna throw a fit. I don't know if this guy's got you know, a lung transplant or something. I'm just not going to be a mm-hmm. jerk. I'll put the, I'll put my little uh, uh, mouth thong on and uh, uh, go to town. Uh, but you know, I, I think you know, so much in life can be cured if people just follow the simple admonition: be cool, dude. Just be cool. And if everyone would do that, the world would be a much better place.
1: Well, when I see the disarray in the streets, though, and I guess in Portland we're on night. 53, approaching the great Joe DiMaggio's 56 consecutive game streak. And, uh, but uh, as I watch this, I let me tell you about a, a, a silent majority that might exist that might be uh antithetical to what i think of as a silent majority i'm sure there are a lot of people out there who, if they get a call from a pollster at 6 30 right after dinner and they're sitting around the philco listening to the shadow <laughs> uh don't take the call anymore and just say he's not here or i don't want to talk about that or indeed just uh makes up a story because i don't know in the age of post lois learner you want to be on the phone with a stranger telling him you what your predisposition is towards trump exactly well, But I do think there's another contingent, Kurt. This is the weird one to me. I speak to a couple people, and this simmers up once in a while. They see so much disarray. They're starting to put it on Trump's presence. Now, I I, I think a Trump is a catalytic fact that exposes just how corrupt, bereft and insipid the whole system is. They look at it and think in some way he's the force multiplier that has caused this. And they might not agree with what they're seeing in the streets, but they're almost thinking of putting somebody like Biden in so they can just not be bothered and return to their day to day lives. Do you sense any of that?
0: As if there is some sort of unspoken agreement that if we just get rid of this nasty, disruptive mm-hmm. orange man uh, and, and put Joe Biden in, not that, not that he'd know it, uh, everything's going to be okay. And we'll totally be cool to you after that. It, it, it's like, you know, I, I, it's like Neville Chamberlain reassuring the Sudan land. Come on, dudes. Dudes, it's going to be okay. He's yeah. a house painter. How much trouble can he be?
1: No, and I agree Trump's more Wilt Chamberlain than Neville Chamberlain, and we need to feed <laughs> him down low and let him throw 100 in against the New York Nixon who's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> but the simple fact is, I think there are a lot of people out there who don't uh, really read all that much, and they just want it to go away, and I'm worried that they're... I have honestly heard a couple of people saying, you believe how pissed off this country now is since Trump? And I think... Yeah, but don't you see the price that we would pay? It's a jenga tower of bullshit. He came in exactly. and he threw the pharisees out of the tent. Why would you want to go back and bring them back in with their keynote games? You know, it's uh but I, I sense a little of that and that's that's the part that scares me about this election.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think that's I think that's a small group. The group I now I've done a bit of media for this mm, new book. Jesus. I'll just say, just, huh? just a bit, you know. I I, I I feel like I'm Huggy Bear putting it out on the street. You know you what? Know. <laughs> uh, I'm everywhere, <laughs> and I'll do everything. You want around the Lind- world? I don't care. I'm on. Lindy
1: Lindy at Bourget didn't get this much call just
0: <laughs> Jeez. You know, I'm doing Frodo and the Boner's morning zoo <laughs> from Paco- on Pacoima, you know, and I, 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 Radio. I, 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 I mean, I'm everywhere and I'm, I, I'm telling this a lot when people say, Kurt, is, is Trump going well? I'm saying, look, here, here, here's what I know. I know a number of people who said, yeah, I, I didn't vote for Trump in 2016, but I look around at this, uh, uh, FARC and I'm totally going to vote for Trump now. I, I don't see any alternative. I have not personally. Now I have heard tell. I've heard legends, you know, bards singing of uh, 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 people uh, who 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 say the opposite. Who say, you know, I voted for Trump last time. But you know, I think I, I think when you talk about real competence and courage, it's Joe Biden you want to, if you pardon the expression, on uh, grab onto. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I just haven't heard that and i don't know if anecdotes mean anything but i think that means something
1: yeah i, I think anecdotal is uh what people would articulate if they weren't quite frankly <laughs> afraid to say it out loud listen i don't want people to think that uh, there's been times in my life not in a long while that i've voted democratic uh and i remember when barack obama was in grant park that night and indeed it didn't pan out i don't think he did much for uh it, the races interacting in this country, it seemed to be as contentious as it always was to me. But I do remember thinking, you yeah, know, this will be good for the country. It'll be nice for kids in the, the black community to look up and see a man like that, as opposed to some of these rappers who are so misogynistic and violent. But uh, so I, I don't lay here and cower ordinarily about losing an election like they did. I guess they have never recovered from him beating Hillary. But right now, it does seem particularly important because I sense there's a lot of people with love in their heart out there on the streets right now who want to kill you if they don't find you as loving as they do. And that's a weird phenomenon to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I take people at their word when they tell me they want to kill me. I'm funny that way. I'm yes. weird. But then again, I you know wander through ruined villages in Kosovo. I saw what the Civil War looks like and I saw how stupid it is. And I, I do see some of those... Uh, same things happening here. The same themes, and you know the guys who started, uh, you know, who lit the match in Kosovo, they're the guys who ended up losing. So you yeah. know, I, I see a bunch of uh, I see a bunch of uh, uh, sociology majors, most of whom can't do a push up. Yeah. talking real big and they might want to think this through because at the end of the day there are a lot of folks like me who are too damn old to kneel hell I, I, my, my my knees hurt i'm not getting down on my knees uh i am willing to die on a pile of hot brass if that's what it takes man it's up to your your move caden you know
1: <laughs> yeah it's funny to see people at the front lines of this in the cops faces oh. and you think i can't even figure out the demo here it appears to be a a zoftig uh, white woman (laughs) somehow still wearing a Fitbit, screaming at a SWAT team. And I I almost sense that in some way, uh, what was it? For a while, you could could, uh, ascribe knighthood to yourself through merely alliterating, I've gone green. Uh, Before that, when I was a kid, it was don't eat grapes. I I view a lot of these kids have completely vapid, insipid uh, existences and they fill themselves up with this presumed nobility by, uh, I don't know, getting on the front lines of these things, not even thinking that anything could come back their way. It's almost like they're Don Knotts. He wants to stay the night in the monster house and get the girl, but uh, I don't don't see people who have learned hard lessons in life almost at the front lines. I see people who are untested.
0: I think a lot of this is uh, fueled by paternal disappointment. I see a lot of people out there who have uh, filled their empty lives up with nonsense. It's not like, you know, maybe you should have taken your kids to church. Just say it. You know, maybe maybe you should have uh, uh, taught them something so they don't have to buy into this insane, ridiculous and frankly racist ideology, the whole white fragility thing. I just, I, I'm looking at this, I'm going, what what are you people thinking? And, and why do you expect me to allow you to redefine terms like racism to mean, oh, except for, you know, this group, there's no except. If there was an except, it, 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 it's so, it's mind boggling that they would think that we would just go along with this. And there are a lot of people who just go along with it. But I think of more and more people are like this Goya guy, right? This uh uh, a, a Hispanic mm-hmm. legume magnet uh, uh, saying, "Hell no!" Or you know, we're, we're, I'm not playing that. I'm going to do what I want. And people are, you know, or people are responding. I think yeah, there's, there's a
1: compensatory a- boycott, as they say, where people were ordering uh, Goya and finding out that I don't even know what they sell—like two beans and then a bunch of paprikas—that uh, you know.
0: Well, this is a you know my, my, my wife is a, a a Cuban immigrant and uh, let let me tell you she's sure appreciating these commie bastards I'll tell you. Uh, this this is a woman who once told me, Kurt, you don't own enough guns. Now, Dennis, by any objective standard, I I own enough guns, but uh, that was pretty hot.
1: Well, listen, anybody who's from Cuba who realizes that if you uh, misphrase a haiku. A uh, van pulls up at three in the morning, and you're never seen again. Forget that. Uh...
0: <laughs> exactly. Trump's an authoritarian, huh? Let me show you authoritarian.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, it, it's just it, 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 the whole the whole thing just cries out for Americans to stand up and go, "Nah, we're we're not going to do any of that." You know. The next time some idiot tells me he's literally shaking and feeling physic and feeling uh, uh personally unsafe because I express my belief that all lives matter uh is going to get told you know probably something profane but certainly I, I i may ask why would you think that i would care what you think mm-hmm. what what is the thought process that, that led you to believe that i was somehow going to uh, uh submit to your bizarre suburban whims
1: and then just to put the uh the eerie coat on and saying you you i hope you notice i'm literally not shaking I I think that's what you have to meet that with. Here's the thing about home security companies. Most trap you with high prices, tricky contracts, and lousy customer support. So while there are a lot of options out there, there's only one no-brainer. Simply Safe. You've heard the name everywhere. You hear the kudos everywhere. The reason you do is because they are the state of the art. Simply Safe's got everything you need to protect your home with none of the drawbacks of traditional home security. It's got an arsenal of sensors and cameras to blanket every room, window, and door tailored specifically for your home. Professional monitoring keeps watch day and night, ready to send police, fire, or medical professionals if there is an emergency. You can set it up yourself in under an hour. Just peel and stick the sensors exactly where you need them. No technician required. And there's no contract, no pushy sales guys, no hidden fees, no fine print. All this starts at just 15 bucks a month. I'm not the only one who thinks Simply Safe is great. US News and World Report named it the best overall home security system of 2020. Try Simply Safe today at simplysafe.com/miller. You get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. There's nothing to lose here. That's simplysafe.com/miller. We're talking to Kurt Schlichter. He writes at Townhall.com. He's got a new book out: The 21 Biggest Lies about donald trump and you and uh, it reminds me i used to read stories about charles dickens he would come and do lecture tours and that and uh, I, i used to always think how do you work that hard and kurt works that hard he has pushed this uh uh, this book everywhere well pushed always sounds like a sweat act thing to me he has presented people <laughs> with the option of purchasing it and i hope it's selling like uh, hot cakes
0: no i pushed it I, I i put a couple pages out there i said you know leave it on the street kids pick <laughs> it up first taste is free after that you come to me
1: yeah prepical notes are a gateway drug <laughs> exactly the preface
0: you know first yeah, but first you read the preface Pretty soon, I, you know. I think that you should be. You're would in the reading gallery, the, uh, <laughs> the the twenty-one lies den, a bunch of people sitting around, some weird Chinese guy with a pigtails handing them the uh <laughs> <laughs>
1: handed
0: him the little book light. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs>
1: That's that would be the next great dedication in the book if you were sucking up. This book is dedicated to you. I wonder if anybody's done that a the, the way. <laughs> By the way, if you see if you see Dave Ramsey, tell him his next book should be uh, every chapter should be chapter eleven. I think that would be such a clever conceit for him to sell.
0: See, now that's funny. That's comedy gold. Um, I, <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's so much. There's so much to laugh at. I look. I mean, you just look at these people. And I, I I look at them, yeah. You know, and, and and you you know you've been doing your SinQ references. It got me thinking. These guys, uh, these these kids today, Dennis, they've decided they didn't even have to be put in the closet to become Tanya and go to knock over a Crocker bank.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's insane. And we've got to fight them.
1: Listen for the insiders out there, by the way. Donald DeFreeze, yes. aka SinQ. <laughs> did not capitalize the uh, f uh on the back end of the de uh note he went de small f because he didn't want to appear like he was the bourgeois
0: i wanted to go find the house where they baked him in uh, south central just <laughs> just examine it from a tactical perspective you know
1: well you know i i actually went out to victorville one time to find the house, the tract house that uh, Herman Mankiewicz rented, so he could write uh, Citizen Kane. I'm such a fan of the film, and I I was driving to Vegas. It took the Pear Blossom Highway and got on that main road at Victorville, and I got off and tried to find it. And ironically, it was the same place that uh, that Sinkew got shot. No, I'm kidding. But uh, there, sometimes... of
0: course, there was a sled and an M16 out front. <laughs>
1: Well, there you go, folks. I leave an untidy bit, and like Harvey (laughs) Cattell in Pulp Fiction, my man comes in and does the cleaner thing on it. Oh, that is nice work, JJ. All right, the great Kurt Schlichter, you can find him at townhall.com, and the new book is The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. Uh, Go get informed and laugh your ass off along the way. Huge fan, brother. I'm a huge fan.
0: Thank you, Dennis. Always great to
1: talk to you. All right. We'll talk at you down the road. The great Kurt Schlichter. That is a funny guy. Christian, that's a yeoman. That's like you there. Uh, How many messes (laughs) do I leave on your doorstep and you get the squeegee
2: out? I was making notes of things I thought I was going to have to tidy up, and then he did it all for me. So thank you, Kurt. (laughs) To leave a Victorville. Herman (laughs) Mankiewicz's
1: SYNQ SLA thing and have him come in like the guy sweeping at the end of the uh, Fractured Fairy Tales cartoon on the Rocky and Bullwinkle show and put it in a dustbin under AK. What is the gun called? I don't know the guns. Like, Kurt. AK-47?
2: There's
1: a lot of AKs out there. And and, uh, the sled, uh, Rosebud um all right well nice to talk to kurt and i'm gonna to have to give the book a tumble
2: and uh let me see who this is christian maybe it's the uh... if history is any oh. indication it's not show business
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was hitting the button i missed that. delightful um so what do we have voicemail wise
2: well uh, i would like to uh go with Where number 14. what kind of time have we done we, we, need a, we need a few.
1: Why are few 14 more? and 15 the ones we play first? What, what are 1, 2, and 3? Do you guys invert the Garbage. numerical appraisal system? They're the worst. All right. And it's just interesting <laughs> to me that usually 1, you hear 1, 2, or 3. But with yeah. me, let's go to voicemail pi to the 18th power. But yes,
2: ahead. Leo in Los Angeles, voicemail 14. This
1: says that got to be Leo DiCaprio. I'm telling you, he's calling me. He wants me to be in his next film. Great Humphrey Bogart, a reference in the podcast the other day. My favorite scene is the missing strawberry scene when Bogart, uh, as Captain Quig descends into this manic psychosis looking for the missing strawberries on the ship. You know, occasionally uh, a sponge will go missing during the surgical procedure, and I am a surgeon. I go full Bogart missing strawberries mode when the nurses can't find it now, they're young, they probably haven't seen the movie, so I assigned them to watch the movie. Really enjoy the podcast, bogey, descending into psychosis about strawberries. It's priceless. Keep up the good work. Look forward to listening to you some more. Well, thank you, Doc. And that harkens back, of course, to the great Kramer dropping the junior men in the operating theater into the open body. Or... That's got to be Larry, right? Those ones. whoever what what is akin to that there's kramer hitting the golf ball and it lands in the whale's snout and kills it (laughs) right (laughs) larry david is an absolute fucking genius he is the plenty the elder of schadenfreude and unease um what was he talking about oh um by the way in the cane mutiny um, since it doesn't involve him being a hard throw, and I think I might have said this, but check you have to watch it just to see how overlit, hot lighting, and under makeup Van Johnson is. Maybe he wanted the catharsis of revealing to people his scars, uh because he going over Mulholland, I believe, in a bad car wreck, Alemonic Cliff, And uh Jesus, he is scarred up. And you have to remember what a traumatic thing for him because he was such a young He was never a heartthrob in the same way, you know, a dangerous heartthrob, but, you know, uh, uh, dweebs get hard-ons, too, and I think he he had that thing cornered. And uh, he uh, must have been so traumatic for him to get that scarred up, but uh, Fred McMurray, so evil in that movie, and uh, whenever Fred did the dark side, you know, and it wasn't always uh, putting silly putty on the jalopy wheels and flying to the basketball game with Tommy Kirk, there was times where he... Went over to the dark side, and uh, he's much more charming. because you can tell, he's just in absolute heat. He's rutting in Double Indemnity, where he you know, literally has to rub up against the sequoia and impale himself on a broken branch just to get laid by Stanwyck, who breaks out the ankle bracelet about as early as you can in popular culture. Joey said great stems, too. Ball of Fire. And it's funny, I read an interview once with uh, young Robert Wagner. who I, I think she... Uh, they had an affair and uh, i asked rj once you know they always rumors that she was lesbian he said well don't ask me about that because i i was worn out <laughs> 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 the oh. but uh um, <laughs> but uh yeah fred mcmurray uh plays his darkest dark guy you just want to punch him in the face he's such an idiot in this uh the Kane mutiny and uh um Maybe somebody ought to do a mashup of the Kane Mutiny on the Bounty, where, um, hmm.
2: starring Michael Kane, Christian.
1: What's it all about, Captain Alfie? Is it just for the flogging we live? What's it all about? Brando has that great ad-lib. You can see even Trevor Howard's astounded where he says, uh, uh, he slaps him and Brando goes off. and he goes, You remarkable pig. You best pray to your pig god that I don't run you through. Christ. Can you imagine getting that up on the screen in the early 60s? I mean, they had just come out of a place where William Powell and Myrna Loy had to see, sleep in separate beds that were in contiguous states from each other all of a sudden you've got brando out there rewriting the rule book in every way you have to watch him in the men this is before some other people even tried to catch up or directors didn't put the other actors in harm's way with brando who was just like a supernova had in, reinvented acting to a large degree the only thing akin to that we'd well, have to go back to i think walter houston in uh dodsworth was uh, starting to make it new uh, I'm trying to think when the next Super Breakthrough was. It's probably Brando, just, uh, you know, uh, literally a uh, an, ex- an explosion where the whole game changes. And like I said, I think directors began to think, I can't put somebody from uh, B.C. in with A.D. here. It's going to get ugly. But there's a couple films there that fall in the cracks, and one's called The Men and i just remember watching scenes where brando is a uh, completely mentally devastated uh, paraplegic and his girlfriend or is it a nurse i haven't seen the film in a long time but the 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 lady in the film is uh, acting from a different thing. And you can just see Brando. It, it, they might as well be like uh, Dorothy going off the page and Tootsie where the other actors are looking at each other like, and you know, they cut to the control room and just say, stay close, stay tight, stay tight. Because <laughs> Brando's <laughs> off on this weird existential depressed riff where he's taking eight minutes in between words and they, they cut to the actress who's, you know, the last thing she did was uh, you know, a remake of the women with songs. <laughs> She's like trying to but you're saying you're sick, and I'm saying, and then he goes away and does sabbatical work and comes back to finish the line later.
2: It's so funny. um But anyway,
1: I forget what I was talking about, but there you go.:
2: Well, before we play one last voicemail, I know young Lindsay has a feel-good story she would like to share with us from the news. All right, I got five
1: minutes, and then I got a rock. I got a really important phone call.: Sorry about business
2: anything i should know about or it's actual like real show business so i'm not i'm not involved
1: they want me to change the podcast to a (laughs) pissed off rant called the po'd just all it adds is an apostrophe you had
2: that idea once before i did it with
1: adam (laughs) for a little bit but adam and i uh adam was on to his own thing he was huge and i was just a little (laughs) suckbird feeding on the marrow anyway what do you got Lindsay? and forget that voicemail christian because i do get a rock after that well, just some good news since things have been a little down in the world. Um, there was a 28 year old British woman who saved three women from drowning recently in Britain. And the best part, the part our dear friend Christian's probably most excited about, was that she was topless. And her friends say that not all heroes wear capes. All right. Where is Britain? Is that like England or Great were these Visigoth women? What do you mean? Uh,
2: the British woman she said she was in
1: Cornwall. Uh-huh. Um, oh so yeah. They never wear bras she in Cornwall. Brought Three on. women on, one on her back and two <laughs> on yep. the floaties. And one what? on
0: each breast.
1: There you
2: go. They were Dear perfect flotation
0: devices. I always heard <laughs> your
2: column. <laughs> High five. <laughs> but I never thought it would happen to me. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the Dennis Miller option, exclusively on Westwood One. Tune in to new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday on the Westwood One app, Westwood One.com, and on Apple Podcasts. And remember to rate, review, and share. Until next time, that's the show, and we are out of here.
1: From the Westwood One Podcast Network.